0: call this meeting to order, start with a prayer and a pledge. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together tonight to do what needs to be done in the city. We seek your truth and guidance, in Jesus' name, amen. I we'll
1: we'll pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Roll call, please.
2: Mr. Powell? Here. Mr. Bronner? Here. Mr. Bishop? Here. Mr. Boehner? Here. Mr. Tommen? Here. Mrs. Kroger? Here. Mrs. Chico.
3: Here.
0: Seven present. That means we have a quorum for business and a quorum for legislation. We don't have approval of minutes this week because nobody got a copy Sorry. except me. <laughs> so we'll have to wait till next week or next meeting next up is audience asking participation Uh, so raise your hand if you're gonna if you want to speak okay we have at least one so I have to read this this is a meeting of the council of the city of Reading, made public for conducting business of council and is not to be considered a community forum for those who wish to address council please approach the podium state your name at this time will be allotted five minutes to speak When you are finished speaking, please return to your seat and council members may or may not comment or answer questions if needed. Um, Also if you are going to speak, please grab hold of that mic and bring it to your face because it doesn't pick up very well. Uh,
4: My name's Pat Ormond, 2720 Maple Tree Court. And I just wanted to give an update on our recycling efforts in the city. Um, All the final numbers are basically in from 2022 in terms of our improvements and and things that we've accomplished. And really it's been a very good year for Reading. Um, I know we had some issues getting curbside recycling um, going, and hopefully that's being corrected. Um, We're looking forward to getting our new Park trash and recycling cans. Um, a lot of hard work went into that, and generous donations from Hamilton County. Um, but in terms of our recycling, and this is for the year 2022 for Reading, and I am going to compare it to the year 2021 just so you can see. And these these numbers come from Rumpke and the Hamilton County uh, Solid Waste District, um, Hamilton County Resource, I think they call themselves now. Um, so in 2022, Reading had a recycling diversion rate of 14.94 percent and that is up from 2021 which according to rumpke and and uh, hamilton county was only 5.20 percent so um our actual goal was 15 percent this year when the target city initiative um, was implemented here in the city and we hit 15% Uh, by the way all this stuff is just residential it does not include business pickups and whatnot Um, as far as actual garbage that went to the landfill um, try to picture this in your mind four thousand eight hundred ninety nine tons of garbage went to the landfill in 2022 but significantly down from 2021 which we uh, sent seven thousand nine hundred fifty eight tons of garbage to the landfill so a huge improvement there um, our recycling total again curbside um, 420 tons of recycling in 2022 that's up from 363 tons in 2021 um, and the city should have or will certainly soon receive a check for $8,840 because of our recycling efforts in the city and we certainly know that can be a whole lot better so we're hoping everybody will join us in 2023 in our recycling Um, that's up significantly from 2021 when the city got to check for four thousand six hundred eighty five dollars just to compare diversion rates super quick neighboring communities again keep in mind ours was fourteen point nine four percent diversion rate lachlan seven point one percent deer park seven point eight percent Silverton, 17.3%. So they beat us by a couple percentage points. The actual city of Cincinnati, 19.57%. So we aren't even far from accomplishing what a big city with a whole lot of management on their staff is is getting. Um, neighboring blue ash, huge decline for them. I have no idea why. 29%. And our neighbors uh, to the north, Evendale, 18%. Um, the best recycling in all of Hamilton County Marymont, at 66 percent um, I was assured that that might be fudged a little bit but <laughs> nonetheless that's what's being published so I um, want to encourage everybody to keep recycling and again you can always call Rumpke and get that uh, green recycle can if you haven't done it yet um, still drive around and see a ton of Amazon boxes getting thrown out lots of bottles and cans getting thrown out that you know, can have second and third lives. So we appreciate all the support of council and administration for everything that we've accomplished here. Um, we got a long way to go. Thank you. Thank well, you. Thank
5: you, Patrick. As you and Tracy probably did four of the five tons, we <laughs> <laughs> got, we got to thank you guys very much. Seriously.
6: You know, so a lot of I think a lot of that uh, in Reading, a lot of it goes directly to the recyclers too um, for 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 cash. So I think our number would be higher if if that weren't
5: the case. Yeah, you know I've called Rumpke, you're right. A, a lot of people in Reading recycle that mm-hmm. don't reach these stats. You know, I don't think anywhere else has an Arlington and a Hirschbergs and, and others. So that's very true, very yeah. true. Any
0: other audience participation, please. And do get a hold of that mic so we can hear you.
7: Hi, I'm Sue Rinderley from 160 Siebenthaler i'm here about uh Cincinnati christian or Cincinnati <coughs> classical academy i went to their meeting last thursday and with them possibly purchasing the land and building a school build another school building down there um, it has a lot of the neighbors concern because traffic right now is already bad um, they're talking about going from i don't know if they have 300 400 students now to 1300 students so basically putting this almost the size of reading school district at the bottom of Seaman Dollar, with one entrance in and one way out, so we just wanted to bring it to council's meeting to the meeting tonight to get your opinion on, you know, what could happen and, you know, just I have a bunch of different questions, but I don't think I need to go over those right now. Um, that might be something in the future.
1: Thank you. Thank you. If I may, I looked at the the report. It was sent to me by one of your neighbors. I know they're not making a desi- any decisions until September, so they're going to run as is for the next school year.
7: That's what they're hoping to start building. That's what the guy said in the meeting Thursday. He says it's between the old Our Lady of the Sacred Heart and Loveland.
1: Yeah, the Ward's Corner property looks, I think, better for their needs. Right. Um, but there's certainly reason for concern to, to add a 1,000 students to an already heavily trafficked area. Yeah.
7: One of the questions was, would the water pipes be wide enough for them to go down there? Does anybody have any idea how deep
5: how wide the water pipes are? Um, the, water the water pipes. The, yeah, the,
7: the support, the the, 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 infrastructure. And the sprinkler of the <coughs> building and
5: everything. We knew some all that would have to be reviewed, absolutely. So, you know, i
8: Yeah, I, I think it, all that would have to be reviewed. I don't know <laughs> if there's any, uh, <clears throat> the water mains up there are pretty adequate now, but when you put that size of building up there, um, I think they're gonna have to run a much bigger pipe from either Cherryfield, sanborn or sieventhaler
7: yeah and then like the traffic would they have to put a light up i mean with the from hunt road with the lanes being extended the turn lanes you know coming down hunt road to uh, I,
8: I i talked to the people before and i talked to a couple of my neighbors that were at the meeting and i got the handout basically what i was trying to tell them is that no matter what they do up there they're gonna have to be, file for building permit and the building permit would put restrictions on access and and exit spot sites, water, sewer, all those things come up and play. Um, they would have to bore the brunt of that cost. That's not something we would do for them out of the kinds of our heart, I think. Um, but I mean, quite honestly, Bo, putting 1,000 more kids up there and you know even uh, seven or 800 more cars is not acceptable. I mean, that street's not built for that. That's, hey, that's but-
5: Again, from our point of view, and I talked to Carol Elfers, there's so much we can do here, Bob. We're not a dictatorship. Now, you know something, Reading High School uh, uh, sent me nightmares because, again, they said 1,600, 1,700, and then then you have 700 across the street. You know, the traffic hasn't been nearly as bad as what we thought. We would work if the economy does do this. And again, a lot of these studies won't be done until it's determined that they're going to do it, and it's on them. For instance, you know, if if something isn't adequate and they can't do it, um, they need to be researching those things, not us. But anyway, we'll look into speed humps. We'll look into speed signs. We'll look into what Reading High School did. Is I think the high school starts at 7:20, M and D starts at 7:45, um, Elementary School starts at 8:10. I think next year they're going to go to 8:20 to help even more, and the traffic's been incredibly less. You know, those are things. You know, it's zoned for a school. I don't think there's a restriction on size, you know, buildings could be restricted by how many square foot, how much area, how high they go, how far they're set back. All those things they would have to pass uh, from a city's point of view, but we can't stop them. The same as I told you, Central School, any day, Reading Schools wanted to put a building down there, it's zoned for a school, so they could come in tomorrow and tell us they were going to put a school there. So anyway. These things are zoned the way they're zoned, and we do have some restrictions and oversight, but we can't just say no, but so.
7: The with they have three entrances. Understand. And Stephen has one.
5: I, on, to, have you seen
7: a map of the rendition of what they want to do?
5: I glanced, they, they sent something here several months ago. And once again, since then, I have heard it wasn't going to happen. Now, maybe you've heard things that I haven't. I, I think I told you that. Yeah. You know i heard that the archdiocese was was not going to sell talk so if that changes then we'll respond with every legal avenue we have but one of the things we don't have is to tell property owners you know what they can and can't do with their property as long as they are in the proper zoning so
7: are there any restrictions for like lighting like so the neighbors can't see all their lighting and stuff people have just told me like absolutely is there any way to put a counter on the street right now before school gets out to see how many cars are coming down the street right now? Well we the, start from like seven o'clock in the morning to almost eight twenty, at least in the morning. I'm not there during the day, so I don't know.
5: Well the traffic trailer we had up there counts. Oh it does count. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. It, it counts cars and, and you know, each time a day how many cars went how fast. So we'll get it back up there. The speed in fact, one you know that's still up there. Please.
7: The, the one that says the speed? It, yes. he put it back? Yeah, it's still up there. Okay.
8: Well, good, I know we had it up on Waxwing for a while.
7: We really need one going up the hill, too, if you have another one, because that's where a lot of speeding well, I, is. Well,
8: I was gonna suggest that we ought to flip it next week to go up the hill. Okay. Because the speeding, believe it or not, is worse going up the hill than it's coming downhill.
5: Well, Chief Edens watches all these, so. Uh, there you go.
8: Well, I, the other question, I, the other point I was gonna make, Bo, is there's one sign at the beginning of Siebenthaler, mm-hmm uh right before Carol it says it's a speed zone, a school zone I should say, from seven AM to four PM. Um no one, including some of the neighbors up there, pay any attention to that sign. I hired a guy the other day at three thirty, leaving he was in front of my house doing fifty miles an hour plus. Had two kids in, and I said, Hey, you're still in the school zone. He looked at me and I, you know, I'm not gonna fight the guy, but it's like you have no idea what you're doing you know, the speeding up there is off the charts and some of the neighbors are also complaining about blocking the driveway. So I, I will uh, make an appointment to the schools to let them know there's still problems. You know, I'm, it's not the school's fault, but could they at least put a note out to the parents, hey, respect the neighbors a little bit, don't block driveways. Because every day, whatever happened the last time I were here, the traffic's gone right back to what was at beginning. At quarter after three, every day, they're blocked they're backed up going north right in front of my house and here where I live I'm on the far end of the street that's how far they're backed up now if a fire truck has to get down there for some reason or other and there's cars coming up the hill there's not there's just no way for that to happen
2: that's my concern right there too the one way in <laughs> one way out um, yeah. I mean even without the traffic just getting emergency vehicles either right. back right. to the school if there's something or to someone on the street well, what,
8: what they really want to do they want to build the high school down in the old ball field mm-hmm. which is now considered a flood zone and that requires a lot more work a lot more money mm-hmm. um, and that's why they're rethinking i think this whole thing to see what they're going to do
7: i can i i printed off the, the rendition that they gave last thursday they want to build a five through 12th grade next to the gym and then behind the gym, they want to build another gym. And then down in the one corner, they want to build an amphitheater. So it's not just a school, it's a lot, plus 400 parking spots. I can I can hand these out to you guys if you want. It's a little, it's almost a whole other school district
8: though. Yeah, right. You know, in the handout, I, I noticed this too, I thought it was interesting. The top feeder zip, co- feeder zip codes are from Loveland, Reading, westchester mason and bluish now they still get people from lebanon green township you know, all over there's about three or four buses that come through there um you'd be hard pressed to see more than two people on the bus uh, they, the people don't want to send their kids a bus so they've got a bus going down there and back up the same twice a day with maybe two people on the bus never more than two
5: Any
0: other audience participation?
5: Yeah, thank you, Sue. And by all means, keep in touch as you hear things, and we'll keep in touch as well.
9: Hello, my name is Cheryl. The Ladies Auxiliary Unit 69 would like to present a $4,000 check to the City of Reading Fireworks Fund. That we raised from our casino night and reverse raffle event that was held on April 1st. We would like to thank the community for supporting this event so we can help keep our fireworks. Thank you.
5: That's a huge help. Mm-hmm. Huge help. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I think that was supposed to be in our guest speakers but that's okay is there any other audience participation okay seeing none we'll close the audience participation and we'll call that the first one for guest speakers second one up brad bowers of the tri-state trails please proceed do you have a, a something you're putting up on the screen okay very good. So we'll all move that way so we can see it.
10: Okay. Thank you for your patience to uh, the president, the mayor, uh, members of council, thank you all for your time. My name is Wade Johnston. I'm actually not Brad Bowers. Brad Bowers is my staff. Um, But I'm here filling in and I'm here to talk to you about the Mill Creek Triangle Trail. So a little bit about Tri-State Trails. I'm the executive director of this organization. We are a nonprofit that is working to connect and expand the trail and bikeway network around greater Cincinnati. Uh, so that people can use it for recreation and for transportation and exercise. We work with local governments and nonprofit groups and community residents to help them take their ideas from um, a plan to a trail built on the ground. Um, So hopefully you're familiar with the concept of a trail uh, like what many people uh, know as the Little Miami Scenic Trail or the Loveland Bike Trail. Um, These pathways are for people to walk, to bike, to scooter, to skateboard, um, to be active. And uh, they provide all types of benefits for our communities. Um, one of the big uh, messages with the Mill Creek Triangle Trail is reconnecting communities uh, that have, uh, you know, once we're very connected for walking and biking and now it's challenging to do that. Um, and in doing so, uh, it will create economic development opportunities, uh, much like we see in communities uh, like Loveland um, and, and along the Little Miami Scenic Trail. In doing so, um, we're going to provide another transportation option for people, we're going to connect to major green spaces uh, so that people can access them by walking and biking. And doing that is going to uh, improve public health and uh, make our community a more sustainable place to live, work and play and help attract talented professionals to live and work in greater Cincinnati. Um, So when we think about trail infrastructure, um, you know, people have a different idea uh, depending on their own personal experience of what we're talking about. Um, This graphic is a great way to think about Uh, bike infrastructure like a spectrum. Um, On the far right is the least separated, which is basically just riding on the roadway. Uh, Then in the middle, uh, you have what many people call a bike lane or a protected bike lane. Uh, What we're talking about here is on the far left, the most separated, what we would call a trail or a shared use path. Uh, we want these facilities to be welcoming and safe for everyone, regardless of your age or ability level, That you so you could feel like you could make that choice to go for a bike ride or a walk and not feel like you're taking your life into your hands. Um, So here is the general concept of the Mill Creek Triangle Trail. Um, At the top right, we're uh, trying to connect Sharon Woods uh, down through Evendale, Redding, um, uh, Arlington Heights, down to the Mill Creek Trail uh, and the Crown Trail Network in Cincinnati, and then going through Lachlan, Wyoming, Woodlawn, connecting to Glenwood Gardens and Winton Woods, and then across east-west from Glenwood Gardens to Sharon Woods. So that's the triangle. It's kind of like an upside-down triangle, if you see that. Um, So, a little bit about the history of the network and the the people who have come around the table for this. The Connecting Active Communities Coalition is a group that formed back in 2009. And uh, our fearless leader, Michelle Gotchlick, is back here. Uh, She has been convening communities in suburban Hamilton County uh, for this long. Um, Tri-State Trails has been around since about 2012. Uh, We did a regional trails plan for the the 10-county region back in 2014. And in 2015 is really when the momentum started to get going for the Mill Creek Triangle Trail. Uh, Thanks to Michelle's leadership, uh, we formed the Mill Creek collaborative which has been meeting for like eight years working on this project and we now have uh, some really good momentum to build on. Uh, Most recently Tri State Trails led a capital campaign for the crown to build this 34 mile loop around the city of Cincinnati and we raised uh, ten million dollars privately and have leveraged that into uh, 50 or 15 million dollars in public funds since 2019. Um, so these are the communities and countywide uh, organizations or, or nonprofits that are coming together in the Connecting Active Communities Coalition. It's 13 communities and, and a handful of other agencies who care about uh, you know, safe walking and biking opportunities. Um, and the history of the trail, Redding was actually a leader on this. Um, the first piece of the Mill Creek Triangle Trail is, was built in Koenig Park. Uh, Back in 1998, um, you know, the trail has had kind of different fits and spurts through the years of segments being built, um, and the whole premise of building the, or doing a feasibility study for the Triangle Trail is we want to connect all these segments that exist. So Glenwood Gardens, Woodlawn, Wyoming, um, most recently, uh, the Great Parks of Hamilton County just got a grant uh, in 2021 to connect Glenwood Gardens to Winton Woods. That's about three and a half miles of trail. It's going to be huge for people to uh, bike and walk between those awesome parks. And in 2022, Great Parks acquired a rail line that had been in the works for about three years. Um, And thanks to uh, persistence of so many people and organizations, uh, Great Parks closed on this property, which comes out of Sharon Woods and gets us down to Glendale Milford Road approximately. Um, So, the point of the feasibility study is to uh, outline and codify a vision for this trail so that as, um, you know, developments are coming up, uh, communities can ask for the developers to add the piece of trail in near the development um, and strategically pursue funding opportunities so that we can work collaboratively to leverage as much federal and state money uh, in our community as possible. So, we want to uh, recommend a preferred trail alignment by uh, vetting the routes that are I'm going to show you here in a second, and we'll work with an engineering firm to come up with cost estimates so we know how much money we need to pursue for grant funding. We'll also do public engagement associated with the trail and then try to position these projects to apply for grants. Um, So again, here's the whole network, I'm going to zoom into the different segments. Um, So up at the top right, you have Sharon Woods coming down uh, US 42 Reading Road. Um, The rail line picks up uh, just west of downtown Sharonville and goes along uh, the Sharon Creek tributary of the Mill Creek to get you all the way down to uh, uh, Norwood Hardware and uh, Glendale Milford Road. Almost all that was purchased as a part of this acquisition, and that's really what put the wind in our sails to get going with the study. Um, Now that this is closed, we're ready to go. So we're asking all the communities along the route to participate in this. Uh, So this is the section that is probably most relevant to Reading. Um, So we would be coming down from Glendale Milford Road, looking at which side of the creek should we route the trail on? Where do we need to cross the creek? How do we tie it into Koenig Park? And how do we get down to uh, Wyoming Avenue Benson Street? Um, So the route that you see here is, is the concept route that we have identified through high level planning that we would work with an engineering firm to look at where do we need retaining walls where do we need bridges where do we ne- need other structures that, to make this route work and then how might we go about uh strategically uh co- assembling the property needed to build the trail um then going uh west uh along wyoming avenue w- we'll show you in another map how to connect over to wyoming i'm going to go south uh first uh so this is uh the as as odot is looking at Uh, consolidating the Lachlan split that creates this huge opportunity to repurpose the northbound section of 75 along the Mill Creek into a trail instead of being this big division in the community to be a connection in the community Um, and as part of that they're going to rebuild bridges so it's a great opportunity to get Wyoming Avenue uh, equipped with a great sidewalk for walking and biking to tie over to Wyoming where they have recently secured funding to come down to Wyoming Um, Then, going south from Arlington Heights, we're looking at how do we connect from Arlington Heights to the City of Cincinnati and the Crown Trail loop uh, through Elmwood Place and Carthage, uh, Winton Terrace. Uh, Then uh, going north from Wyoming, uh, this is the existing trail, uh, which is mostly built, so we would be looking at refinements to the trail network so that it is a better user experience where there's some tricky roadway crossings. Um, And then the east-west connection at the top of the triangle would go through Glendale and Sharonville to connect Glenwood Gardens to Sharon Woods. Um, And then panning south this is the the plan for the crown this is linking up the Wassum Way Trail to the Little Miami Trail the Ohio River Trail and the Mill Creek Greenway so that's the big vision Um, and one of the early successes really a testament to the fact of convening all these different stakeholders and local governments to work together uh, was we learned that the county engineer is planning to rebuild a bridge at Riddle Road this is along the existing trail and it's in Woodlawn it goes right into Glenwood Gardens and it was not on their radar to repave or to put a trail facility in when they rebuild the bridge and so we politely asked them uh, could could you add this trail facility in while you're doing it and fortunately there's some money available through the county uh, budget that they were able to uh, get a hold of to design this bridge to add a trail facility mainly that is a wider sidewalk uh, so that it will be a safe crossing at uh, Riddle Road and Springfield Pike um, and so here is what our fundraising strategy looks like. We are trying to raise uh, around $200,000 to do this study. And the way that we are trying to do that is asking um, all the communities involved to uh, contribute to the study, asking the county, uh, several different agencies from the county, to help subsidize the study so it's not all on the communities. Um, and right now we're sitting at uh, $75,000 confirmed from uh, various communities and entities. We also have about $25,000 that we believe is going to come through from the asks that we have initiated but have not been fully approved by the various councils and whatnot. And so what we're coming to the Village of Reading, um, or the City of Reading, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. is um, a request for $5,000 to contribute to the study, and that would help advance the alignment and come up with detailed engineering for the route that would go through the city. Um, so that is my presentation, and I am happy to answer any questions that you might have. Thank you.
1: We don't a question. Can you uh, elaborate, <coughs> excuse me, as far as the the rail that was purchased?
10: Yes, so this was a property that was uh, formerly owned by Norfolk Southern. Um, You know, on the west side of Sharon Creek is the rail yard in Evendale. This section of railroad was on the east side of Sharon Creek. So to them, it had no functional use for rail anymore. And, um, you know, through our high level planning that, that we've been doing over the years, we identified hey, if we could purchase this property then we can get a mile and a half approximately only dealing with one property owner and from trail development perspective that's a really good win so they were able great parks uh stepped up to the plate to acquire the property they got a grant from the clean ohio fund uh, which is a green space conservation fund available through the state that paid for um i'm thinking it's, it's like 80% of the purchase, which was about $200,000 all said and done. Um, and then Great Parks covered the rest of that with um, their, their capital funds. Yeah. I think part of the problem
0: in running is that it's not, I, I like the idea of continuing it down. Uh, Kitty, hold on. Can, can you either take the mic from him or, yeah, we, we, we want to hear the question. Go ahead.
2: So I do like the idea of continuing, continuing the trail down the Mill Creek. Um, but I think the issue here is that some of the property is privately owned. Do you guys have a plan to
10: deal with that or? So um, you're right that a a decent amount of this property is privately owned. And part of the strategy here is to come up with a a, uh, property acquisition strategy along the creek. So this would be preserving land that is otherwise not developable Um, and Uh, One of the partners at the table here is Mill Creek Alliance. They've been doing stream restoration, so that will help fix erosion and flooding issues as a part of the process and Evendale Commons is a perfect example um, of how we are uh, cobbling together funds to accomplish multiple goals. So they uh, have done a stream restoration project at Evendale Commons. They have fixed the erosion happening, planted native species, and set uh, created the space for the trail to go. Um, and so they, they did that with federal and state money. Um, and when we come down from Evendale Commons, uh, we're looking at uh, Formica, you know, one large property owner, uh, GE and the port, another large property owner, um, and then tying into um, what is near an MSD facility, um, hooking up to Canig Park, and the route that we have from canning park to benson street um, goes near uh the the church there uh but again this is a a high level route you know one of the the ideas that may be vetted through this process would could be to take it into a local street and tie in that way so as a part of this we would engage with that property owner and and others and see uh you know is this something that you are receptive to or totally opposed to and then then that helps inform the route that we recommend Um, I first I'm
6: I've been uh, fortunate enough to be on these uh, the committee meetings for the trail uh, thanks to an original invitation by Bob Ashbrook it's been enlightening to listen to what goes on and ask questions Um, one of the questions I had was the The width of the trail, because of course we're limited in space going through Koenig and I believe that's something you had talked about was the uh, the um the width of the trail we have right now is about ten feet, uh which is adequate for what we're doing, so we wouldn't need to encroach on on the fields we have going through reading um I don't know if you want to talk more about the the path through reading of where that would go
10: in, in terms of Trail width. We, we typically advocate for um, the federal funding requirements are typically uh, 10 feet minimum, uh, but they will allow you to narrow down to 8 feet if there's a pinch point. You know, we're we're up against the creek here. Um, we're we're looking at can basically based on the property owners that uh, the larger property owners there that dictate um, would dictate which side of the creek we end up on based on. Um, can we, can we fit it uh, up against the creek without creating other erosion issues? Or um, how many, uh, how much will it cost to build retaining walls or bridges? So that'll be a huge factor that impacts the route that connects us to Koenig Park is, will it fit and how much will it cost?
6: The other issue that came up in the, in the meetings was the, um, in writing where the trail is going to go, it's extremely visible um, where it is now so we wouldn't be hidden behind trees or that'd be a difficult thing to uh, to patrol or to police um, for safety reasons in the reading segment to going through here give um, any other information
10: um, so w- one of the the bigger picture plays that we're trying to set the stage for here is for great parks to maintain this trail network um, And Great Parks has a ranger squad that is uh, It maintains all of their parks maintains all their trails, Um, so We would want to design the trail so that it is visible accessible to emergency vehicles and uh, patrolled uh, so that it is a safe experience I will say there are large stretches of the Loveland bike trail the little Miami trail that go through uh, rural parts of the woods that um, to my knowledge, I have not heard of any crime issues recently or really ever. Um, when you build trails like these that connect to destinations that people want to go to uh, for recreational purposes or, or for transportation purposes, they get used. And having people on the trail discourages illicit activity because you know people don't want to commit crime in, in plain sight. You know, they, and, and we anticipate that by connecting this network, where there is a huge demand for um, you know, safe walking and biking facilities, that it would be heavily used.
0: Any other questions from Council? Seeing none, let's move on to Linda Fitzgerald. Linda, do you have a presentation as well that needs to go on screen?
5: Yeah,
2: I think we'd be better
0: for comments. Okay, and okay. Yes. <laughs> I Almost got <laughs> it.
8: to <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: jump okay we have? I was going to say, we have a makeshift tool.
8: Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you, you going to send us the ordinance? We oh, yeah, can, certainly. Yeah, is. send it to me and I'll make sure we take that. Okay, thank you. Thank you.
9: Council. Uh, tonight we are here Because Mayor Bemis is going to submit an application for a Dora, which is the acronym for designated outdoor refreshment area in the city of Reading. And um, in 19, or I'm sorry, in 2015, April 30th of 2015, the General Assembly passed legislation permitting DORAS, which is basically the ability to have open containers in that designated Dora area and so really over the past three or four months there has been a joint initiative between Katie, uh, Mrs. Attica's committee, her contracts and laws committee, I may have that reversed, uh, which is comprised of herself and Mr. Powell and Mr. Boehner as well as a subcommittee of the Reading Bridal District. And in fact, I have a couple of uh, folks from the Redding Bridal District here with me tonight who I want to introduce in a minute. But they worked collectively with the administration, the mayor, Patrick, and also our uh, law director and public works director, police and fire chiefs. So they have all reviewed this application. And basically the application follows what the state of, of Ohio mandates needs to be in it. It's very clear cut, cut and dry. It includes things like a map showing the area. In the case of Reading, this would be Reading Road from Hawker to, oh, I'm forgetting I Hawker. I think to, it's Southern Southern. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and then also Benson Street from Reading Road to Walkendorf. And it's about uh, a little over six acres. And there are 10 and the, the police chief put this together for us 10 permit with license permit holders in that district. We did uh, we, we needed uh, by the state's requirements to get four to agree to participate with us. Eight of 10 have signed letters saying they strongly support this. One of them in all fairness was the Eagles and they are a private club and didn't feel comfortable you know, participating. It didn't seem appropriate for them so it's it's very clear cut you you should have a copy of it and basically uh what i am asking today and i'm gonna let really katie say a few things if that's okay mayor
5: absolutely um, before
9: you you formally submit it but what we are looking to do today is to have council accept the application set the public hearing and direct the clerk to uh, publish a notice of the public hearing so that's that's all that's being done today. Later, there'll come a resolution, and you'll see this see this again. There'll be a public hearing, of course. But at this point, if I could just recognize a couple people from the Redding Bridal District Committee. We have our esteemed president, Debbie Peake, who also owns Redding Bridal Boutique. I think everybody in this city knows Debbie. And then Colleen Hemp, who is. Still, our vice president, right, That's Wright, right, of the Reading Bridal District, and also the owner of two bridal stores, Blush and Blue. That's easy to remember. Yeah, it's Blush and mm-hmm. Blue. So, uh, they worked very hard with their subcommittee, Katie's group, and, and staff to put this together. And uh, really, um, that's all I have to say. Katie, you really were deep in the, in the weeds on this, so I'm going to let you say anything you need to do before you ask
2: the mayor um, to present the application. Yes, yeah, so um, I really do want to thank everybody for all their hard work on this. Um, it really was a joint effort. Um, I'd also want to give a shout out to Nick Dietrich, who the former president of the bridal district who had to hand over the reins. Um, he was caught up for, I think it's the, uh, is it the army reserves? or yeah so um he really got the ball rolling on this and started getting a lot of the information together so he definitely deserves a shout out um i did pass out the packets before the meeting there is a lot of information in here like linda said it is very thorough um we have i think all our i's dotted and t's crossed down to the design of the cup the signs where the signs will go All the businesses in the district, all the, um, I I think pretty much every address in the district is listed in this. So, um, but we wanted to give you guys a chance to review it. Um, Like Linda said, the application is being presented tonight by the mayor, and uh, we will hold our vote on it uh, in July if it is accepted. So, I'll hand it over to Bill.
5: Well, there you go. I would like to formally submit the door to council ask y'all to review it and look at it and any questions make sure you get them to us and we'll proceed as Katie said we'll have a public hearing that we have to have and we will go from there
2: I would like to make two motions Dwight okay. first motion is to accept the application
11: second
0: We have a motion to accept the DORA application made by Mrs. Etichico, seconded by Mr. Powell. Uh, let's do a, vo- uh, a roll call on this one, please. Mr. Powell.
2: Yes, <coughs> Mr. Bronner, yes, Mr. Bishop, yes, Mr. Boehner, yes, Mr. Tommen, yes, Mrs. Kroger, yes, Mrs. Etichico? yes.
0: <coughs> Who did I miss? Everybody said yes, though, right?
8: All right, so we have seven yes.
2: And then my second motion is to hold the public hearing on June 6th. That will be during our council meeting.
8: Second.
0: I'm writing this down, sorry. Yeah. Okay, so the okay. second motion is to hold the public hearing concerning the DORA on June 6th during the regular council meeting, correct? And that's made by Mrs. Etichico and seconded by Mr. Boehner, correct? Yes. Again, voice vote. I'm Sorry, uh, roll call vote, please.
2: Mr. Powell? Yes. Mr. Bronner? Yes. Mr. Bishop? Yes. Mr. Boehner? Yes. Mr. Tommen? Yes. Mrs. Kroger? Yes. Mrs. Edichiko Yes.
0: OK, so we have seven yes on that.
2: And I think
9: Linda might have. Yes. Our law director, excuse me, Mr. Down, also wanted, um, I guess, in this case now, a third motion to direct
2: the clerk to publish the notice of the public hearing. And I will make that motion for the clerk to post the public notice. Second.
0: second. Ooh, that was close. OK. So I have a motion by Mrs. Edichico and a second by Mr. Bronner to uh, direct the clerk to publish the notice of the hearing on June 6th. Does that sound right? Very good. Again, roll call vote, please.
2: Mr. Powell. Yes. Mr. Browner. Yes. Mr. Bishop. Yes. Mr. Boehner. Yes. Mr. Tommen. Yes. Mrs. Kroger. Yes. Mrs. Edichigo. Yes.
0: Seven. Yes. Anything further we need to do?
9: Oh, just ending note, um, I've had the pleasure of working with you for 33 years and I have to say this is one of the best examples of a, a joint partnership between the public sector, uh, our bridal district uh, staff, Really, job well done. Very good.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, seeing no further guest speakers, we also have no executive session scheduled. So we're on to guest administrative
5: r- official report, starting with Mayor Bemis. Yeah, thank you, President. You know, tonight seeing uh, Scotty offers here, you know, just reminds me uh, vividly of your dad, Scotty. I have to mention that. You're just 32 years I think you reiterated Yeah, yeah. in that while Anyway, good memories shortstop on two of reading state championship teams great athlete my, that, that came from my dad But anyway um, first tonight for me anyone who opted out of our electric aggregation program uh, And who would like to be back in please call Energy Alliance at 513-794 five 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 um, you know according to our safety and services director the average home in Reading, uh uses about a thousand kilowatts uh, during a month so it would be a, a $30 savings and you know some who have pools um, use triple that so $30 a month savings is, is could be well worth it to a lot of families so again energy Alliance five one three seven nine four five 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 uh, on Saturday, April 22nd, we did have Clean Up Reading Day. Um, well over 60 volunteers helped remove a lot of trash from our city streets, from our parks, from along the railroad tracks, uh, from St. Peter and Paul Cemetery. Uh, I'd like to thank the many individuals that were a part of that. Um, Diane Brown and Lisa Schoenberger and their, and their Girl Scouts, over 30 years of being a part of the Clean Up Reading Day. Um, you know, also, over the many, many years, we've had many residents walk our streets, over many years and pick up garbage and notable residents wonderful people that have done it and like to remember all of them i wish i could name every last one of them but anyway uh also like to thank pat and tracy Orman again people see him it's incredible what you guys do and have set an example for a lot of people you know we, we honestly wish no one littered same way with vandalism you know they're they're just senseless acts but um you know thank god we have a lot of people stand up and 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 pick up and keep us clean and neat and also uh you know Bruce Kaler uh and his Mill Creek Yacht Club and Mill Creek Alliance incredible what they do too and you know as a city we reach out to them you know their their home is here in reading we have worked out an incredible deal with them our service department you know through administration works very very closely with them uh in any way again talk about a partnership that's worked out very very well and uh you know i remember too you know uh early in my years as being mayor we worked with msd to uh, remove 52 million gallons of raw sewage from the uh, mill creek each year so not a small accomplishment there either so the creek's healthier cleaner more fish more birds uh and the day will come when we'll have canoes and kayaks going up and down our mill creek again uh open to the public Um, you know, as I continue to receive calls about speeding here, there, and everywhere, you know, the last call the other day on Cooper street here in Reading. you know, it didn't even that long, but, uh, the reminder, please slow down as you drive, keep your eyes open for pedestrians, especially our young children. Uh, Please call our police when you witness any speeding or reckless operation. It's the only way to stop it. You know, we beg people, slow down. You think about street like Siementhaler. Cooper Street down the valley is even worse, you're going nowhere. You know, whether you go 20 or or well above 20, you're you're saving yourself no time and getting nowhere. So matter of fact, I I wanted to thank Reading High School's principal uh, who announced it. Uh, I I asked him to ask the students to slow down, be more careful and, and sure enough he did. And he said he's had highway patrol up at the school to help coax our kids to drive a little bit more responsibly again just and i'm sure scholar report this pool signups uh are the first three uh saturdays in may from 10 a.m till noon susan slavey also sent me a message i'll make sure you all get it i think it's may 22nd 23rd 24th you got that good enough we'll six, have to eight,
1: six to eight p.m
5: six at, at the field house Great. thank you yeah please announce that again she wanted that done i just didn't get it written down um VYO Memorial Day weekend festival is May 26, 27, 28, 29. Again, one of the finest festivals anywhere. And again, it's an all-volunteer organization, keeps 300 to 350 young boys and girls busy about six months a year. Basketball for the girls and boys, softball for the girls, hardball for the boys. Um, You know, they stress teaching sportsmanship and teamwork and, and the fundamentals of the game and everybody plays. Again, at City Hall the other day, we had a young man grow up on Thurn Ridge Drive with no legs below his knees and no arms past his elbows, and he played VYO baseball, and Bonnie made sure he played. And uh, anyway, everybody plays, everybody learns, so it's a, an excellent organization. Again, all volunteer organization. Um, also, the Memorial Day Parade, May 29, starting at 9, 9 a.m. Honestly, uh, it starts at Arlington Heights City Hall, one of the most special days of the year as we you know, honor our fallen heroes, you know, the people who made our freedoms possible. And uh, again, we all know freedom in free and we, we just can't do enough to, to honor, honor them. Uh, our American Legion's Festival will be on July 1st and 2nd from 5 to 10 p.m. with the fireworks going off at 10 p.m. on July 2nd. Uh, the Legion's Festival Committee is determined to make this year's festival better than ever with kids' rides coming back, um, food trucks and, and all you know, we can't help our Legion enough. Our Legion, you know, uh, not only helps veterans, you know, they help needy families and, and, and help, help our city, you know, just to make us better. So anyway, we appreciate our Legion and hopefully everybody will support them as much as they can. Uh, the Third Street uh, repaving again, using $465,000 from Duke Energy as a part of the pipeline project has finally been completed. And I wanted to thank all the residents there you know, virtually, what, two years showing of, of uh, disruption there. Um, you know, part of that was our fault. You know, there was an old antiquated three inch in diameter water main. There's now an eight inch in diameter water main. That took time and added to that project. By goodness, I bet at least eight, eight, ten months. Um, also, also, a lot of curb work and aprons done, so some extra things done there. But appreciate the patience there. We had had very few complaints and and we are glad it's over it was a challenge people that don't have driveways and it's been a bear on them um yesterday I administered the oath of office to our new uh, police clerk slash uh, mayor's court clerk uh Kirk Terrell you know we're, we're anxious to have um Kirk with us you know and he's going to replace Michelle Nash she's been with us for many many years and did an outstanding job and we're trying to get him trained quick because again we have one of the busiest mayor's courts in the state of Iowa year in and year out and you know we we don't want to bring people into mayor's court and honestly do as much as we can not to you know we issue citations we education we we, you know reach out to our schools and our businesses to encourage them you know to have employees and people that abide by our laws and yet we're not afraid to enforce our laws uh, for many, many, your second busiest mayor's court in, in the state of Ohio, and, and again, uh, all, all to keep our city as safe as we can can keep it. Um, the West Columbia Road project, and that's from Reading Road to Lachlan on Columbia Avenue. The bid opening will be on May 15th. We hope council will award that project ASAP so we can get it done. Uh, we got a $260,000 grant, which is from engineers' estimates, that's 50% of the project uh we got that from sorta so with that that's it for me okay very good any questions for the mayor
3: no but i do want to add that VYO now does uh girls volleyball also
5: well there yeah. you go mm-hmm. awesome might be a pickleball tournament here in the future so it be bonnie will keep getting
1: creative <laughs> You wanna run that one? No. Okay. thought <laughs> you raised your hand. No, I was gonna ask you about the West Columbia project. Is is that just repaving or are we replacing curbs? Are we doing utilities for that as well? Or? You,
5: I don't think it's complete curbs. Daryl came out there today, I don't have the footage with me. You know, it, it will be the deteriorated curbing uh, and it will be an addition to, to this bid. Uh, so we do have to determine how much we are gonna replace. Daryl has the footage in, I guess we'll come to council you know asking uh, for that amount to be added to the project that's my well, pat i'll make sure patrick gets back with all of you but daryl went and our public works and identified the needs there it seems to me like uh, quite a few feet several hundred as i recall scott i just didn't bring it in with me i don't believe anything else for the mayor you know, the, the one other thing, I'm sorry, Dwight, you know, we have called ODOT. Redding Road is a state route, and, and Redding Road was last done in 2005. I think it was $280,000 of state funds as, again, it's a state route, and we are pushing them to redo it again. We get some cl- complaints about the state of uh, Redding Road down near Galbraith, but if you drive it all the way through Redding, um, now uh duke energy is going to repay from the bridge going into evendale up to north street when that project's done and they have to pay from curb to curb so it would only be from north street you know to our south border but uh, we are pushing the state to do that
4: north
5: border right north border. no well i'm sorry no to one south north oh, no south, one south, to yeah. south yeah. Border, yeah yeah thanks case some days <laughs> i do get. Yeah, but it no,
3: is our south. msd or whoever's project is doing is from bridge to right the yes street.
0: yeah
5: helps the people drive 25 instead of 50. Yes. No, I'm sorry, it's an MST project.
0: Okay, uh, safety service director, he's not here. Do you have- Yes, a, I have with Patrick,
5: it? yes. Okay.
0: Law director is at the, uh, polls. Poll, oh, polls. Polls. he's doing the polls today. So he's not here. Treasurer's report, Mrs. Owens.
12: Thank you, Mr. President. I have numbers for April and year to date. The total income tax collected in April was 1 million three hundred and seventy four thousand one hundred and fifty nine. This is broken down um, into four hundred and forty one thousand one hundred and twelve in individual tax, two hundred and thirty one thousand five hundred and fifty seven in business net profits, and seven hundred and one thousand four hundred and ninety one in payroll withholding. The total collected for April 2022 was 1,484,424, so 2023 is running 7.4% behind 22. The total collected year to date to April um, was 3,456,608, and the breakdown of this is 722,297 in individual tax. 371,766 in business net profits and 2,362,545 in payroll withholding tax. The total collected up to April in 2022 was 3,581,176. As of now, we're running 3.5% behind 2022.
5: Very good. Any questions for Mrs. Owens? And again a lot of 2022 were those business profit taxes that are still yes. So really in uh, payroll taxes though so we're not down, are we? No. No, and that's that's the biggest bulk. Well, uh
12: no, we're not. Okay.
5: Yeah, last year we had in order an inordinate amount of what um estimated, estimated taxes tax. paid mm-hmm. from businesses that we're not even sure they won't get some of it
12: back. Yeah, yeah that's not it hasn't been reconciled. Might not be. No until October.
5: Yeah. Yeah, because it's usually much more. Uh, what do you say? Ahead to hear we're falling behind from a year before, but this one.
12: Right. Absolutely. This one has if, if you take those out, we're we're actually running ahead. So. Awesome. Awesome. And either way, 3.5 percent behind with that kind of year. You know, following that kind of year, I think is. Yeah.
5: Not
0: bad.
12: Not bad. Not bad at all.
0: Anything else for Mrs. Owens? All right. Up next, auditor's report. Mrs. Smith.
12: Thanks, Mr. President. I don't have a formal report this evening, um, as it will be absorbed by the finance committee.
1: Thank you.
0: Okay. On to finance committee, Mr. Bronner.
1: Thank you, Mr. President. Under finance, the treasurer and their auditor met with the city city's relationship manager from Fifth Third Bank today. At this meeting. Both parties share updates on their business, what is upcoming as far as projects, shared resources and needs for the present and the future. The auditor's office is working diligently to coordinate the generally accepted accounting principles statements for 2022. Final requests have been made by the audit team and they are hoping to finish all items soon. Thank you to the City of Reading staff for helping with each of their pieces, which contribute to the audit.
0: Any questions for Mr. Bronner? Okay, moving on, utilities, lands and buildings, Mr. Bishop.
6: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I wanna give a thanks to Tri-State Trails for coming and speaking. Uh, uh, I've been able to have meetings with Wade and Michelle, uh, Mayor Finan of Evendale, Uh, Number of council members over the years over the last couple of years or last year, I guess Um, and uh, uh, I'm really grateful for for Bob for bringing me into this mix uh, to learn more about it Um, So thanks again my report for tonight. I just want to report the number of viewers. We had Um, This uh, this last meeting on the 18th of of April. We had 48 live viewers uh, 192 impressions uh 249 audio listeners and 213 youtube viewers after the after it was over um i want to mention the so the the lows we had and the highs we've had of live viewers we had a high of 128 a low of 28 um on the on the uh, audio listeners we had a low of 60 and a high of 249 so this we we hit the, the the high this last time and of the youtube viewers we had a low of 23 and a high of 213, and 213 was also on the 18th.
0: Do you have a scatter plot or a line graph or something? I do.
6: I, they'll be posted with the notes. Okay. Very good. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Any other questions for Mr. Bishop? Nope. Okay. Moving on zoning, planning, and environment, Mr. Powell.
11: Just a couple items this evening. Uh, I will have at our next meeting a ordinance on the floor for the. Uh, funding for the feasibility study for the Tri-State Trail. I had it to the law director to review, but I believe he was busy today with the polls, so was unable to, to get it pulled, pulled off, but it will be on the floor for next meeting. Uh, the other item, I uh, had an email from a constituent regarding a pothole on Redding Road near Galbraith. Over the weekend, I did go and drive it myself uh, to experience it and then actually uh, reached out and requested that it be filled the next time we have a crew uh, filling potholes, so that is my report.
0: Any questions? Dave, I,
8: I saw that same email from the individual. Uh, is that part of the concrete slab that sort to put down for the buses?
11: That is correct.
8: Why wouldn't SORTA be the one to fix it? Why, why should we be fixing there? We will request that by the okay, way, right, Okay. yes that's that's the only reason to bring it up there
11: and just uh looking at it bob uh there's been other patches with asphalt on it so i'm not sure who placed it previously but i I did observe other asphalt patches
8: okay thank you
0: anything else from mr powell all right moving on laws and contracts mrs edochico
2: thank you mr president Um, First, I want to start by saying that I've had a couple really great committee meetings over the last few months, and I feel like we've accomplished a lot. Um, I received the final draft of the updated property (laughs) maintenance codes from Paul Coulter last evening. Um, It had all the changes and revisions that we made were included, and it also now has a section for condemning and and demolishing properties. Um, That was added. That was something that was not previously in the codes. I sent copies to each council member to review, Um, wanted to make sure that everybody did receive it. And I will, or I plan to have an ordinance at our next meeting, May 16th, regarding implementing the updated codes. Also, I'm happy to see that the DORA application has come together and I would like to thank everyone for their hard work on this, including Linda Fitzgerald, Nick Dietrich, the rest of the bridal district board members, as well as the members of my committee, Mr. Stevenson, Mr. Bemis, Mr. Ross, and our police and fire chief. Like Linda said, it really was a joint effort and I'm really glad to see it come together um, and that it's moving forward. And just a reminder, the public hearing for DORA will be on June 6th during our council meeting and the application will be available for public review. Um, I would also like to see, this is probably a question for Patrick, if we can get the application and everything added to the city's website and maybe a PDF form and then possibly on the city's Facebook page as well.
5: I'll tell Tim after me.
2: And that is all I have for tonight.
0: Any, any questions for Mrs. Chico? Moving on, public health and safety, Mrs. Kroger.
3: Thank you. So the police department run count for April, calls of service there were 1,027, auto accidents there were 28, and total criminal charges was 145 and total citations issued were 102. The fire department run count for April, they had 187 EMS responses and 29 fire responses for a total of 216 total responses. Um, a big thank you to the fire department for attending the Reading Elementary Carnival and their help with uh, cleanup Reading day. So for the month of April, there were several OVI's Some theft reports, stolen cars, couple overdoses, and a few domestic violence charges, most of which resulted in arrest and or citations. There has been some concern with the south end of Reading. I can assure you that our police department are doing everything they can with what they've got. A resident reached out to me and to the We Thrive group about purchasing of flock cameras, which to my understanding are cameras that read license plates and alert the police if anything suspicious pops up from that license plate. I haven't had the chance to speak with Chief Edens about them yet, but I plan to hold a safety committee meeting in the near future. Um, we Thrive wouldn't have anything to do with the purchasing of the cameras. My take on We Thrive is that their group is to make Redding clean, which is why they work with Walk With A Purpose. To make Reading healthy, which is why they hold the farmer's market in the fall and to make Reading fun and get people involved in the city, which is why they do the park passport and adopt a a pot. And we are very grateful and thankful for everything that they do.
5: Absolutely. Mm
2: -hmm. That's a great organization.
0: Questions for Mrs. Kroger? Nope. Okay, moving on. Service, Mr. Boehner.
8: Uh, Thank you, Mr. President. Um, The service department, has been out patching potholes in the streets, Mulchers has been out collecting branches, city crew made repaired, uh, city crew repaired a toilet in the police department, they cleaned up under the old incinerator which was used for storage, uh, they repaired irrigation system at Bemis Park, they also painted the pickleball courts at Koenig Park. City crews have gone back and repaired several locations throughout the city where water main breaks have occurred, and repaired concrete and put dirt in behind curbs and grass seed. Uh, they replaced a fire hydrant 8400 block of Reading Road near the BP station. Uh, they repaired defense at Bemis Field from doing repairs on the valve for the water line at West North Street and Market Streets. Backhole was out cleaning catch basins and city crews are getting ready to start the water lead line identification and exercising street valves. City crew replaced the door at the Hilltop Fire Station, and they've been painting soccer fields throughout the city. And you see our people are very are, uh, enjoying the equipment they have uh, and making good use of the equipment we provided for them. They certainly appreciate it. They tell me every time I see them. Thank you.
5: You know, if I could add to that, that that's a public works crew that consists of 13 guys, you know, here for last, uh, month or so we've had one guy out hip replacement we're down to 12 so again preparing all the ball fields for the youth of of, uh, this community the parks for our residents for for parties for picnics for this that and the other potholes cleaning catch basins rebuilding catch basins it's absolutely incredible uh, what they do 12 men so you know very proud of what they accomplish and you know every now and then we're getting used to some of the irresponsible uh, comments we get, you know, things like Facebook, and it just motivates us to work harder and pray for the people who make those comments. So anyway, any other questions, comments from
0: Mr. Banner? Alright, moving on. Recreation, Mr. Tommen.
1: Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, as the mayor mentioned, uh, pool signups begin this Saturday at Hafe Fieldhouse from 10 to noon. And we'll do it for the next three Saturdays, 10 to noon at Hafe Fieldhouse. Um, additionally, We'll have some three evenings in a row, May 22nd, 23rd, and the 24th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Fieldhouse. So if those of you can't make it on Saturdays, hopefully that will accommodate you. Opening day for the pool will be Saturday, June 3rd. Um, also this Saturday, uh, the Chad Richmond Hilltop Basketball Court R- Restoration Project is hosting a fundraiser at the UAW in Evendale. They'll be hosting a cornhole tournament, a euchre tournament with other games and prizes. Also have a food truck registration is from 6 p.m to 6 30. for more information please go to their facebook page hilltop Bas- basketball restoration in memory of chad richmond should be a fun time we'd love to see a big turnout
5: and that again is this saturday this saturday and then scott as well with the pool signups isn't it from like may 21st to 30th that city hall too during the day um I've... You it, yes. what it is. Yeah. so i think it is available during our hours here and then what three nights
1: uh, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Okay, excellent. So.
2: And then you can still sign up, I think, anytime at City Hall, but it goes up after, is it June 1st? June 1st, yeah. After June yeah.
5: 1st, yeah. You yeah, 20 bucks for a family, 20 bucks for an individual. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible deal. It's inc- it truly is.
3: That $20 is the increase, not the price. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just make, make that clear. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Okay that wraps up council committee reports we're on to other business is there other business motion adjourned
8: second we're not oh, we got we're not there yet all <laughs> <not there> <laughs>
2: right
0: i'll i'll hold i'll hold that I, i've got the <laughs> got the motion in a second <laughs> but we'll hold that till we get there legislative session uh reading of re- resolutions we have none reading of ordinance we have none yes
6: miscellaneous no. business yes yes, yes. I would mention for anybody that has more interest in some de- more details about the tri- 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 tri-state trails, um, the uh, PowerPoint slides will be inserted into the video uh, after the meeting. Um, that will the PowerPoint will also be included with the minutes that are posted online, um, so you can read the whole PowerPoint show, as well as you can go to tristatetrails.org and uh, and look up more information about the uh, the overall project. Thank you anything else
12: i have one more thing yes actually i just wanted to say congratulations to sabrina ah. she um yeah, just, oh, just right. earned her congratulations. mba congratulations. degree i did i graduated um. last thursday so thank you very much Congratulations. Awesome.
0: <laughs> any other miscellaneous business now we have to motion to adjourn all right <laughs> We have motion to adjourn by Mr. Boehner and second by Mrs. Edichico. On in favor? Aye.
11: Aye. Was it Kroger? Yes. Got it. You Still all credits. in favor. Aye. 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 Aye.
6: That's it. We're finished for tonight. Have a good night.